Can I help you, ma'am? Well, it's actually my lawn that needs help. No problem. Try this grass seed. Okay, sounds good. And some fertilizer. Um... And of course, a soil enhancer. Try these to start. To start? Lawn care doesn't have to be complicated. With everything you need for a lush, healthy lawn all in one bag, Pennington Lawn Booster gives you quicker, thicker, greener grass guaranteed. Pick up a bag of Lawn Booster today at the Home Depot. And as soon as someone hears it, someone from the young generation is going to hear it, they're going to be like...
Hi, everybody. It is Thursday, July 13, 2017, and that was Sister Sledge. He's the greatest dancer selection by our co-host here, Jason yes, Joy. That's right. I did not choose any <laughs> hip-hop this time. I can't believe it. Even though I was very torn, I actually wanted you to play Kendrick Lamar, but I was like, you know what? I want us to play the last song that I heard when I was in my car. Which was that <laughs> so song. That, was that. that is yeah. the gayest song ever. I know. I well, see, but here's the thing. It happened to be in my Apple Music Yeah. for like my recommendations because I was listening to Prince earlier. So I guess, you know, since in that era, you know, era rather with that um, Sister Sledge, Prince. And all those people. It all just kind of, you know, it was like, oh, if you like Prince, you'll like this. And it just kind of started <laughs> playing that. Well, that's a great group, by the way, from the 70s. And I love that. I love disco music and 70s music. I mean, it's fantastic. I love it. So I always love anything from that era. So good choice. Good choice. By the way, everybody, thanks for listening. If you're listening to our show for the first time or the last time, we appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it's not the last time. Hopefully but not. For the first time. But you never long? know. You never know. Uh, if you want to find out more about us, you can go to gayxyz.com. You can also, if you like, call in. The number is 214-377-0481. You can also Skype in for free if you want to talk to us live during the show, which we record this show live. It's live right now, like right this second, right now. If you're listening right now, you're hearing the show live right now. Yes, in real time. Yes. So if you want to call in, you can call in uh, by using Skype, by Skyping Off Limits Show. Or you can tweet us at off the, uh, excuse me at um, gayxyz show, or you can find us on facebook as well so be free be free to actually follow us on all these places and um let us know what you think if you like us if you don't like us we don't care we want to hear from you okay so thanks anyway so what's going on with you jason anything to report before we dig into our topics this week um i'm a little annoyed with amazon why is that and i like amazon a lot but for the the past the the past two things Hello. They've been marked as delivered. Can you hear me? Okay, I can now. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So for the past two times I've ordered things on Amazon, they've been marked as delivered. But when I get home, they're, they're not, not there. Here. Yeah. So I called customer service, and I and this time, you know, for the past two times, I specifically leave notes to say leave at the door because I live for for those who you you don't know, I live in an apartment complex. So most of the time they try to deliver them at the leasing office and yeah. the leasing office is like 10 miles away. Not really, but it feels <laughs> that way. So and I'm like, just leave it at the door, you know, that type of thing. So yeah. I put notes in there for them to leave at the door. They still don't leave it at the door. Mm-hmm. So, and now the leasing office is closed because it's late. <laughs> so what is it like? Uh, a, what a, is it like a dildo or something? <laughs> what do you, what do you need so badly? Uh, no, it's a Fitbit watch. <laughs> oh, Thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Yes, I bought something. Yes, I, I bought something like that. No, it's no dildo. It's no DVD. <laughs> it's no, 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 uh, you know, cult magazine. Nothing like that. Um, but I'm about to wait till the leasing office opens tomorrow. And then if they don't, I'm about to call customer service back and be like, okay, so the leasing office has it. So I need a refund. But I think what, what do you want a refund? What do you want a refund for if the leasing office has it? All you have to do is go down there and get it. No, I said if they don't. Oh, have if it. they don't have it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because the last time they didn't have it, I had to call customer service and they put a they credited my account. Yeah. But I think what I'm going to start doing is I think I'm going to just have to start using the Amazon Locker. Mm-hmm. Because I, I understand. First of all, I understand anyone who does deliveries over here. I understand that mm-hmm. these apartments are extremely confusing. Mm-hmm. So um, I know they're not 
they're not navigation friendly. I understand that. So I think I might just start doing that. I think the closest. Well, an Amazon locker is like a thing at like FedEx office or certain places, mailbox places that you can that you that they'll deliver it there and and it has like a code or something you can get it to just you. Right. Yeah. And they and they text you or email you. Hello. Hello. I I can hear you. Can't hear you. (laughs) You're going breaking in and out. Go ahead. They do what now? They text you something. Um. Yeah. No. But I was saying that. Um. Yeah. They they text you. Good. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm just what I'm saying is they email you a code, yeah. or either they uh, text you a code and use that code and you put it in. It's just like it's just like using Netflix almost. Uh-huh. But except you put in a code and one of the doors pops open and you get your package on you on your way. I think seems, that seems like a more convenient way. At least you know where it is and you know where to go get it instead of having to wait and wonder if it's going to be there or not be there. So I think that's a good right. idea. Right, right. I, I mean, I don't have that problem because I live in a house, but I mean, I I do. We you know I've had probably. I don't know, one or two, I mean, first of all, I don't know if you know this, I think I've talked about it before, but I am in a support group for Amazon uh, buyers, so I have an Amazon addiction, and I have for many years, so I'm everything I buy, almost everything I buy online is from Amazon, I just buy everything there, and because it, it gets here the next day or the same day, even if you want it the same day, you could get the same day right. some, for some things. No, and I, I mean, I love Amazon, don't get me wrong, I love I'm not Amazon. bragging on Amazon, I'm not saying you don't like it, I'm <laughs> trying to make a point, my point is, I love Amazon. But my point is, is that I have had a couple of packages that said they were delivered and they weren't. And um, I had to, you know, complain and they, they refunded my money or whatever. But um, the majority, I mean, all the package, I get so many packages from Amazon. We're talking like every single day almost of the week. I, you know, I get packages all the fucking time. And I'd say that's one or two out of probably hundreds that they fucked up. So they do a really good job. I mean, generally speaking, you know. Hello? You're broken. You are you are dead in the water, dude. <laughs> I cannot hear you. <laughs> Hello. I don't know what's going on. I mean, I have a, my connection is great. I don't know what's going it on. It sounds like it's more like an audio thing. I don't think it's a connection uh, in terms of your internet. Maybe it's like uh, your headphones or something. I don't know. But anyway, I, I just I mean not your headphones, your mic. Uh, you keep going in and out. But you're I mean I can hear you clearly fine when you're here. But when you're not here, you're just dead. It's like nothing. Um, you'll hear it when you play the show back. But anyway, um, but yeah, I love Amazon. They're fantastic. So um, yeah, <laughs> I think that's probably a good. <laughs> I- it's probably a good idea that you do that and get, get your packages. I mean, if I lived in an apartment complex and you had your situation, I probably would do the same thing. It's probably a good idea. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna start doing that from now on. Because they don't charge anything so. for that, do they? I don't think they do. No, 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 yeah. no. I would do that if I were you. But anyway, all right. Well, um, one of the things we wanted to talk about was. Um, the or I wanted to talk about was um, since I don't have any topics from you this week <laughs> is um, I know I I had a lot going on today and I literally got here like ten minutes before the show started. You're always you're always <laughs> on CPT time. It's okay, CPT. I no, no, I'm not always. This is um, an exception. Mm, I I uh, end up okay, going to a birthday maybe? dinner and it <laughs> end up running later than I thought. But you knew you had so. a show to do, and yet you well, were late. Yes, you were late. But you actually, you're fine because you actually literally got there. I mean, you actually said, I'm ready literally like a minute before the show was starting. So (laughs) you were just on time. But anyway, I'm just giving you a hard time. Uh, But anyway, um, there's this this thing on Queerty about uh, guys discussing their least favorite things about being gay. And I thought that was an interesting thing to discuss because um, we talk often about, you know, things we love about being gay and things that are great about being gay because we celebrate being gay here because it's a great gay show and we're gay. So gay is good. 
But, gay, gay, gay. Yes, but gay is also just like anything else, being heterosexual, being a man, being a woman, being Christian, being atheist, whatever you are, there's always a downside to everything. So what do you think the downsides are to being gay or things people ask you or talk to you about that you think is inappropriate when you're gay that other people don't get asked or, you know, whatever. What is it you think about being gay that kind of sucks? Well, I mean, I, this mainly happened to me when I was younger. Yeah. It really doesn't happen to me now. But I used to, people used to ask me, so what is it like being with another guy? <laughs> I'm like, I don't. I, I I don't know. I I mean, I would just say try it for yourself. Right. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I I don't have that answer for you. And then I then I remember my mom asked me once. She said, um, she knew I was I was dating a white guy. And then later on, I dated. We broke up. And then I don't know. Several months later, I dated a black guy. Uh-huh. And she was like, "Is there any difference between dating a white guy and a black guy?" I'm like, but that's more of a racial no. thing. That's not a gay thing. It's a racial thing. I know, but I know, but just, just that I, I don't know. But that's what she asked me too. But mm-hmm. that's mainly my thing is like, well, what is it like, or you know that type of thing, or you know, oh my god, you, you know, you're fabulous. Every gay man I know dresses very fashion for, which some do not. So let me be very right. clear about that. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. <laughs> um. So yeah. So th- that was. But the main thing is like, well, what is it like? What do you do? Mm-hmm. You know, that type of thing. I'm like, I don't... Oh, here's another thing I used to hate. I used to really hate it when, pe- when my straight friends would be like, oh, you should meet my gay friend so-and-so. And I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> w- well what's about him? He's gay. And I'm like, oh, therefore... that's it? Like, you think we're going to be BFFs because we're both gay? <laughs> right. Right. But you know what? I mean, I, I get that because it's true. It's people... Uh, straight people do that all the time. They're like... Like, oh, do you know? Do you know so and so? No, we don't all know each other. No, I don't know so and so. You know, um, because you're gay or set you up with someone just because they're gay. You think that you should just click. You're right, but uh, I think that they mean well when they do that. I just think it's no, kind of I mean, annoying. They do. They I, know, do. I know why. I know what you mean. But there's some of the responses on this this article I thought were interesting, and I agree with a lot of them. One of them, one of them said, especially for someone who's married, it said, dealing with legal and public matters, like getting a lawyer. I, I'm I'm asked if married, and when I say yes. I am asked my wife's name. When I say I have a husband and give his name, it's always awkward. That's so true. Because I get asked that, but you know, in business and stuff, I just, you know, I see my ring or whatever. Oh, you're married? Yeah. Oh, what's your wife's name? I'm like, Michael. <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> you know. And, and well, I mean, I really didn't have to do anything. I mean, I really never had to do anything as far as, le- well, I'm not married, but plus, I've never had to, you know, do any legal stuff or anything like that or have well i'm not married so i don't have a ring where people are like oh who's you know yeah. your wife but or or but you could be asked just you could be asked just somebody who doesn't know you're gay you could just ask you so you know you're like oh, i went on a date this weekend you're like oh what's, what's she like or whatever you know same kind of thing you know what i mean well, well yeah actually but actually when i hang out with with some of my female friends and we actually go out somewhere they're like oh is this your girlfriend is this your wife i'm like no <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I remember I went with my friend. She was car shopping, and she was shopping for a um, car. Um, <laughs> yeah, she was shopping for a car. She was looking at an Audi, and uh-huh. the salesman came over. She was like, oh, no, it was a he, rather. He was like, oh, well, let me show you and your husband the type of car. We were like, we're not married. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're not married, sorry, at all. But do you know so. what's weird about that, though? You know, that's happened to me a million times with my best friends and stuff, my free female best friends or whatever in the past. And 
and people were like, oh, you know, how long have you been dating or whatever when I was younger or whatever. And I, and I would get this weird sense of, like, pride, not because I was deemed straight or married, but just because I felt like I belonged for a second. <laughs> you know what I mean? I felt like, oh, this is what it feels like to be part of, like, the majority. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is right. what it feels like <laughs> to be not a minority and, like, you know, on the outcast. It kind of feels nice. And so sometimes I'd be, like, go along with it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't correct them. I would just not say anything. And then towards the end of the thing, you know, so do you have kids? I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm gay. And I'm like, oh, you know. So I like to shock people. But anyway, that's just me. Another one is um, uh, finding, finding, this is a really good one, finding someone to date. I can't exactly walk up to any random guy and say, hey, want to go out? Because he may well just punch me in the face. And that is so true about being gay. Because when you're heterosexual, you just assume everybody else is heterosexual. And the majority of the world is. So if you're a, a male and you're going looking out and you want to hit on a girl you see on the street you find attractive, most likely she's going to be straight, and you know whether she likes you or not. And she's not going to like get pissed off because you like say, hey, you're beautiful or whatever. Whereas if you're a gay guy and the population is only like 5 to 10% of the population is gay men, then you have the quite large possibility that if you just hit on some random guy that he's going to fucking pit punch you in the face because he's homophobic or something. So it is true. It is harder to find, you know, dates as a, as a gay guy than it is a straight one. Don't you think, or, you know, a heterosexual person in general. Hello. Hello. You are gone again. <laughs> Hello. I'm here. I can hear you fine. You don't get mad at me because your fucking microphone's not working or whatever the fuck's going on. Okay, you go. You're going in and out. I don't know why, but you're going in and out. So just calm down. It's not me doing it. It's something on your end. I don't know what it is. So sorry. What's your response to what I said, though? Did you hear what I said? Hello. Hello. Well, I guess this is going to be the Donovan show tonight because he's just not saying anything or he can't hear himself or I can't hear him or we can't hear him or whatever the case may be because he cannot hear himself. He cannot hear that we cannot hear him. Um, so um, that being said, anyway, that's one of the things I feel about. Maybe he'll come back eventually about being gay versus being straight because it is certainly a lot harder. Another thing that's harder about being gay than being straight, of course, is the white supremacy and racism in general. Of course, which it is a real issue in the gay community. Of course, when we're gay, um, we have to contend with being gay, and that's one thing. But then we have to also contend with being black or Hispanic or Asian or Native American or whatever race one is, but beyond being Caucasian. And that is an issue in and of itself in the gay community, which we've talked about many times on the show, you know, about white supremacy and racism within the gay community. And, you know, a lot, I know, God, I mean, there's so many times when you find on, um, on, um, like Grindr or Scruff or places like that, you know, things like that. People apparently are always saying, you know, even before that, when I was dating and stuff, when they had like, like, um, Manhunt. I don't know if that's still around or not. <laughs> uh, and um, what was the other one? Uh, Gay.com and things like that where you could find dates and stuff. And people would put in their profiles, you know, no blacks or um, or, or no whatever. You no know, fats, no femmes, no blacks, no whatever it is. And that is still an issue today in the community. And I find it to be abhorrent because, look, I mean, I've talked, we, Jason and I talked about this on the previous show <clears throat> about why I feel people should certainly um, try 
to understand why it's wrong to put in their profile no blacks or not or not interested black people or no blacks or whites only or whatever the case may be. We've discussed this so many times, but I came to the conclusion, of course, myself, that it's not racist to say to 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 be attracted to only certain people. I mean, to me, if you're only attracted to blondes or redheads, or you're not attracted to redheads, you're not attracted to brunettes, or whatever, you're only attracted to blondes, or you're only attracted to black women, or you're only attracted to black men, whatever, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with what your attraction is. And so if you're not attracted to people who are generally, in general, black or Hispanic or white or Asian or whatever color they may be, there's nothing wrong with that. What's wrong with it is saying something like to be so blatantly racist by saying, which it is racist to say, uh, no blacks, to be exclusionary like that and discriminatory that way. Or, or no whites or no Hispanics or no whatever, no fats, no whatever the case may be, no chubs, whatever. So that's definitely definitely a part of it too. And, you know, I think in the straight community, people are certainly not, um, you know, I think in straight community, obviously they deal with racism and they deal with it uh, this way as well, but they certainly do not have, I think, the the extreme extreme like no blacks no whites or whatever asians only or some shit like that in their profiles i mean maybe they do but my friend uh kathy who's single i've seen her on tinder and stuff like that and i've never seen things like that in her so anyway another one is of course you know being gay one of the downsides of being gay is um in our community hiv is more prevalent than it is in the um in the heterosexual community so of course that is an issue as well um that we have to contend with as being gay people now what that means, I mean, especially as a gay man, if you are, um, you know, this day and age, people don't really remember the AIDS crisis unless you're reminded of it. Oh, Jason's back, I think. Let's see if he's here. Can you hear me, Jason? Yes. Okay. I can hear you too now. Yay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking about now about uh, the next one was, well, I was talking about what was well, before I move on, I guess, was white supremacy and racism in the gay community being a real issue for people who are gay versus people who are heterosexual. Don't you think it's different for gay people or do you think it's exactly the same? No, it's, it's totally different. How do you feel that? <clears throat> I mean, how do you think or how do you say that? Why do you say that? I mean, um, hold I mean, on. I agree with you, but I'm just wondering what your thoughts are. Okay. Sorry. Some pop, pop, something popped up on my computer. Can you repeat the question one more time? <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Um, I said, do you think, why do you think being, uh, why do you think racism is more prevalent in the gay, being more of an issue being gay than it is being kind of sexual when you're not Caucasian or whatever? Um, I think it's, here's my thing. So I think in the gay, racism in the gay community, because it's, it's really not more or less of a problem as opposed to the heterosexual community. I think people have their preferences, which is right. fine, but I also feel like certain individuals, a small percentage of gay and lesbian women, men and women, mm -hmm. who just don't want to have anything to do with minorities and yeah. you know or people of color. Well, so. that's called racism, <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. But I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know how that originated or where it came from. But there are just, I mean, I mean, you look on profiles. I see profiles back in the day where they don't want to talk to, you know, black guys. They don't want to talk to eight. Normally, I see no blacks, no Asians. Mm. That's the that's the thing I see more than anything. Mm -hmm. um, no blacks, no Asians. But then here's the funny part about it, though. It seems like a lot of Asians like nothing but white guys. 
Um, usually to me, I've seen a lot of Asians who like black guys, but um, I mean, usually it's well, white. maybe I just come across the wrong one. It's usually yeah. white guys. I mean, that I that I, I mean, just my experience. I mean, yours may be different, but my experience is that white guys who like Asian guys because I remember when I was younger, they called them rice queens. <laughs> it's horrible. They used to call them rice queens because they were only interested in Asians, and these white guys were. And these Asian guys only like white guys. Uh, that's true a lot of the time. But I'm recent. I've never heard the term rice queen. Well, that's because I'm older than you. <laughs> <laughs> that's a term from the 90s. But um, the but now, I mean, I've seen most Asian guys I've seen have uh, gay guys generally are like into black guys. I don't know what. I mean, that's just what I've seen. I don't know. But whatever. But yeah, you're right. They do say that. But what I was saying before you came back online is that uh, is that the uh, thing is is that I think I don't think that when you go through um, profiles or something on Tinder or on Match.com or whatever or some sex app or whatever uh, for 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 heterosexuals that you see as often the kind of blatant racism that exists in the gay community like no blacks or whatever I think it's more yeah no blacks here. no Asians yeah you're right because I come across a lot of straight profiles too yeah just just for shits and giggles I guess. <laughs> And I don't, I really don't, I don't see anyone saying anything like that. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it's as prevalent. I, I, we talked about this before in the show, but I mean, right. I, I think the reason that it is uh, the way it is is because, um, well, first of all, the, God, just let me try to put this in one sentence here. The, the gay community, uh, we talked about this before, the gay community, when it started, the people who had the most to lose were minorities. And even though we were part of uh, Stonewall and, and the people who, who really rallied at Stonewall and really started that whole thing were minorities, um, in general, the, 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 the movement as a whole was, was uh, pushed forward by, hetero- by um, homosexual white males because right. they had more less to lose. You know what I mean? They had less to lose. They were more visible and they were more right. palatable. You know what I mean to the right, right. So so I'm saying that so I'm saying that it was very uh, white centric the gay uh community for a very long time. And so I think that's why now it's so like an- some of them are so anti-black or hispanic because they feel like you know we're interlopers or something and really we're we're all part of the same fucking community but i even but then I, it's really weird when i see them they really don't mess around with black guys but then they just and then you have the small percentage of white guys that only want black guys for like yeah sexual reasons oh yeah that happens yeah and i'm like so you'll fuck this black guy because of the size of his penis or what you think he may have but Right. Outside of that, it's like you're off limits. Like I don't get it. Oh, honey. Oh, honey, 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 honey. <laughs> I could tell you. I told you before. I had a guy I dated a long time ago, and and you know he didn't know I was I was half black. This is a long time ago, and um I was like 19. He didn't know I was half black, and and uh, we had great sex, and everything was wonderful, whatever. And then all of a sudden, when he realized I was black because of this joke he was telling, and I said, "Don't say that kind of joke around me," he said, uh, "Oh, you're." you're black i was like i'm half black yeah he's like i thought you were latino or whatever it was <laughs> and i said uh, i said well i'm not i said i'm half black i don't appreciate you talking about that anyway my point is is that he's well i can't date you anymore and i said why not we 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 have a lot of fun and whatever we attract to each other he's yeah but i can't take you home to my parents i'm like bitch you didn't even what? know he said he, he said i said I... bitch you didn't even know i was half black until i told you how would your parents know <laughs> and <laughs> what the fuck difference does it make i was like wow so yeah, that's happened to me, and it's very true what you just said. That happens all the time. Mm-hmm. I know I did. Now I did date a guy in my college days, 
he was Jewish. Yes. And his family was Jewish. And when I met them, they didn't like me. Not for the fact that I was black. No, because they didn't like Jewish. the fact that I wasn't Jewish. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they were just like, oh, well. And then, like, the mother really sat down and had a conversation with me. It was like, so if you guys get serious, would you be, cons- would you ever think about converting? Yes. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, and no, and no disrespect to any Jewish people that are listening, but I was just like, no, I. No, I just ne- don't have any interest in converting. Well, I think she's it's like, I, she, oh, she's like, oh, okay. And then she just like just paid me dust off. for the rest of the yes, time. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> well, that's the way Jewish mothers are. And so generally that's how they are. I mean, it's just very well known because most Jewish people want to keep their, their bloodline going. Meaning because exactly. they were so, they, like, so many of them were killed and murdered. So go ahead. Right. And then on top of that, I was like, plus, how would I be a black Jew? There's black Jewish people. What's her name? Is I mean, Jewish. I know that, but it's like. I don't know, but then, then let's just okay. Let's just say, just for fun, I did convert over to you know to become Jewish or whatever. Then I'm gonna have an issue with my parents. I won't, you know. I no, it's just no, well, Jude, it, Jewish is not. Even though people say it is all the time, Jewish is really. I mean, this is gonna piss off Jewish people, some Jewish people, because Jewish people don't always agree with me on this, but and a lot of people don't. But um, Jewish is not really a race of people. They claim to be a race of people by their religion, but the religion is what Jewish is. That's the religion. That's not the race. Right. Well, I know that. I've, I've never known for Jewish to be a race. I've always known to be religion. Well, no, you were just saying a black Jew. And I'm like, there are people who think that's weird because most Jewish people are like from the Middle East or from Israel or, you know, whatever, right. Palestine, whatever. And so that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that that just because it's not it's not a racial thing. It's about religious. So there are plenty of black people who are Jewish. I've, I've known black people who are Jewish. And then there's celebrities who are, too. What's his name? Um, um, Lenny Kravitz is half Jewish and he's Jewish. So there you go. Yeah. I don't, and plus, I know the first thing about being jewish and i mean i would love to learn more about it as well far as if, you're, if you're if you're if you're a good old southern boy from mississippi is mississippi right tennessee tennessee i'm sorry I never, same thing i never get it i'm sorry <laughs> tennessee <laughs> if you're a good old southern boy from tennessee then that means you probably were raised in southern baptist beliefs and, and that kind of shit and if that's the case then you can be a jewish unless you really want to denounce that jesus christ was your savior and lord on that bullshit so well, listen when, here's the thing about me going to church when i was young i just went to church when i was young because i had no other choice it's not like I want to be like, oh, mom, I want to stay home today, even though I have said that a few times when I was growing up. But <laughs> it wasn't any I was I mean, and then when I did go, the only thing I remember was falling asleep. It was just one big nap. Yeah, it was boring. And no disrespect to anyone who goes to church on a regular basis. No, I'm just saying it's for not, me. It's way too <laughs> it's way too high level thinking, honestly, if you think about it for most kids. That's why most kids go to Sunday school or whatever. They don't go to the full service usually. You know the And normally if they do, they just sleep like I did. Yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> I mean and also I thought it was full of shit. That even at eight years old I thought they were idiots. But that's just my opinion. Sorry. <laughs> Anyway, um, but yeah, so you're right. I thought Sunday school was fun, though. Sunday school was fun because they had to make stuff and crafts and stuff like that. And even though it was like Joan on the Ark and stuff, and we'd sing in choir, and it was fun. <laughs> I loved it. It was fun. And vacation Bible school, I went to that too. That's why I right. like to go for the social aspect. I had no interest in the, in the other shit. The really, really me part. too. That was the only reason I appeared was just to socialize and just that's make stuff. Exactly why most people do. It. That's the thing about religion, and that's why it's so powerful for people who who won't who who don't like to be uh, criticized or ridiculed for their beliefs because. 
because of the fellowship, because of the fellowship with, with your community. And that all that part is it's amazing, and it brings people together, and that's great. Yes, but the problem is that a lot of times it brings people together for the wrong reasons of hate and shit like that, you know, hating gay people and hating people who aren't like you and are not your but religion. But I always want to know just in general why are churchgoers – so judgmental like they always preach not to be judgmental but it seems like they're the most judgmental out of any other group of people <laughs> they are christians so, especially christians are the worst yeah and, and the hardcore the hardcore christians, well, southern baptists are even harder and worse yes. yeah so I've, I've never understood they always like oh we're supposed to love one another we're not supposed to judge but as soon as you step outside the church that's all your, you have to do is ju- judge each other there, what was the show i was watching i can't remember for some reason it just popped in my head there it was was it real hot that real desperate housewives i don't know it was a long time ago it was somebody was black and she was going to some church and she was real nice or whatever and um she was trying to get her church to i don't remember what happened but anyway this woman this older black lady it was a baptist church she's like oh honey they welcome to the church and blah 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 and you know whatever and they were doing some sort of um um what's it called when you sell stuff you know like a like a flea market what's it called like a bazaar i don't know what the fuck like a church like a (laughs) church sale like a church sale yeah 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 and they were like collecting coats and stuff like that and anyway and so this woman was all you know real sweet to everybody hi honey how are you how so and so blah 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 and they're coming by and dropping off their clothes and stuff and they were behind this table together and as soon as they'd walk by, ooh, girl, she's got problems. Her, she's got her husband's cheating on her, blah, 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 blah. They, yes, that's uh, what know? they do. Yes. But then to your face, they're all, oh, God bless you and honey child. And then to this woman, and then she starts stealing shit from the pile, like a fur coat, and she's putting it on and walking out of the door with it. <laughs> so it's like, I mean, they it's like a complete... It's complete hypocrisy. It's all it is to me. But anyway, I mean, but the problem is that you can't set a human being up to be infallible and perfect and expect them to, to reach that level because we're human. We, we're none of us are perfect. So to act right. like everybody's perfect or to expect everyone else to be perfect is stupid because it's not going to happen anyway. But yes, that's a very good conversation. Um, the other thing is uh, the, another one on here was to, um, was about being uh, HIV positive. Of course, that's obviously an issue for people who. Yeah, I gay. feel like that would be a huge yeah. Well, I think yeah. it's it's more prevalent, obviously, as an issue in the gay community than it is in the straight one. And um, e- although the last time I remember reading statistics about HIV, it's I thought they said more heterosexuals had it right yeah, now. Yeah, the highest it? the highest uh, risk and highest growing group ha- was last I read was was women, not heterosexual women. right? Yeah, not gay men. But that was like five years ago or 10 years ago. I don't know. So I don't know what the... No, but I thought they had another report that came out recently that said... I don't don't know if it was... I don't... If I remember it correctly, it didn't have a gender, but it said more heterosexuals were infected with HIV as opposed to homosexuals. I don't know if that's true, but maybe... But what I I know recently I read in terms of uh, the fastest growing infection rate is among young black men. And that sucks. Yes, that is so sad. And that's because... um, and that's the thing. I mean, you're even you. You're younger than me by what seven years or something. Mm-hmm. Okay, or maybe more. I don't know. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember how old you are. I think you're 33, right? Is that right? 34. 34. So you're like eight years younger than me. Okay. Anyway, so I remember when in 1990 when I came out. Uh, I was like 15. 
<clears throat> I um at that time there were still people dying of AIDS and you know the the cocktail or whatever hadn't been invented yet. I think it was like a couple years later or something like that and saved people's lives or whatever, like we have now or whatever it's called. Anyway, so um but I remember people dying and people I knew had died because I I, I I had friends who were older than me and stuff like that. And friends of theirs had died and stuff like that. So I remember seeing how and plus I worked at um the AIDS Resource Center it was called at the time. Now it's called the Resource Center here in Dallas in 1993. Uh, as a work study thing, and uh, I was the volunteer coordinator there. I saw gay people dying all the time and the HIV infection rate and everything else. Anyway, my point is, is that I saw the actual disease and progression and killing people and people dying and what it did to people's lives and the people who they left behind. People these days, in your age range, majority and, and, and younger, have no idea. They have never seen the, the, the what it can do. And because they mm-hmm. see people in these fucking ads, like, you know, climbing mountains and shit because they're on whatever it's called, Truvada or whatever. And mm-hmm. that means, oh, I'll just take a pill if I get HIV. Whereas they don't see the fact that they have the shits all the time and <laughs> because they have to take that medicine and they, they get right. sick at their stomach or whatever, right? So you see right. what I mean? I think that that's the problem. Is That's why there's such a higher infection rate among younger black men, especially because I think that they are not privy or understanding the history of HIV. That They're just thinking it's, oh, I can just take a pill. Oh. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I think that's just young people in general. I yeah. know it's higher in in yeah, you're right. black males, but I think that's just with younger people in general. That you're right. They you're think right. that they think that everything is cured with a pill or a shot, and that's not always the case. That's true. Yes, it's so. absolutely true. Uh, another thing was uh, <laughs> this is funny, and I'm sure you've had you've dealt with this as every gay man has um, dealing with straight women who want to be your gay best friend, or you oh, want you to be their Lord gay best Jesus. friend. <laughs> and I've definitely. <laughs> it's so funny because. It's so funny to me. Almost always it's some conservative woman or not conservative, but like someone you wouldn't, it's traditional or whatever. And they're married and they have kids or whatever. And they just want to be your best friend. It's not always like they could be a single person, but I'm just saying they just want to be your best friend. Oh my God. It's like you're like, you're like a little like um, oddity. It's like you're like some little, you know, trinket or something that. Yeah, because I know, I hate it when they refer to us as, uh, oh, our, those, my those are my gays, my, my gays. Yes. I'm like, no, we're, we don't belong to you. <laughs> <laughs> you, we, we don't, you don't own us. Right. So, it makes um, it sound like their dog or their kitten or whatever. Yeah. Right, right. And I'm like, mm, I don't. And then plus, I'd be like, are you, do you really, do you genuinely want to be my friend or you just want to be my friend because I'm gay and you think we'll just, you know, have you know cosmos and talk about men or something yes uh (laughs) well that's the thing though is that you know just like you said earlier i mean not not every gay guy is the same there there are gay guys who are great at fashion and all that stereotypical stuff and and just hero design or architecture whatever and there are those who all their accountants and actuaries and boring shit so i mean you can't think that we're all going to be like somebody going to go shopping with you and everything else although i am definitely one of those gays who will do that but I'm saying here's, here's the thing about me. Yeah, I love I love clothing, but I hate shopping for it because a lot a lot of women think that gay men just love to shop for clothes. I hate shopping for clothes, to be honest. I like what I, I pick it. out when I do do it, mm. but just the process of looking around and then I'm always like. I'm like always critiquing myself on like, oh, let me make sure this is the, the perfect fit. Or the, no, it, it's it's like an eight-hour shift it's at a job. Ordeal. Like I can't do it. <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. It's too much. I I'm very decisive. I know exactly what I like and what I don't like. So if I see something on the rack, I'm just like boop 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 boop. Just pass on. And I see something. Yup, yeah, I like that. Like that. Like that. 
and I usually don't even try it on. I mean, I just like it and I get it. And so I'm good with it. I know my size and everything else. But I love to shop for clothes. I love, love to shop for clothes. And if I could afford Tom Ford, I'd wear it every fucking day. Oh, Tom Ford has some nice shit. Oh, God. But you know what's... His fucking shit is so ex- – now, look, I make good money, but I don't make that kind of money. Where I'm going to spend <laughs> I'm gonna spend $8,000 on a pair of shoes and, you know, $20,000 on a bag. I mean, his clothes – Well, like, maybe his... we can get a sponsorship from Tom Ford. Oh, in. please. <laughs> right. That's going to happen. But, I mean, his shirts. He just His shirts are really cool and nice and the colors and the texture and everything else. But they're like three, 500 bucks. I'm like – I'm not spending 500 bucks on a shirt. I just can't. Well, I, I can't either. But, I mean, you never know. You know, you may get someone, a representative from Tom Ford, but like, you know, we'd like to sponsor your show. Please. I don't see that ever happening. But anyway, we can't It's get... wishful thinking, though. You can, And they're like, oh, we'll send you stuff to try on and, you know. Well, if that's the case, I got to lose about 20 more pounds because I'm not going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to look good in Tom Ford if I'm not, if I'm not skinny, 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 skinny. Mm. Yeah, I think Tom Ford, Tom Ford is made for like, Really well, the, the stuff that I see on a model score, like yeah. you know, haven't eaten in you know, right? Weeks. But, <laughs> um, I mean, he has really nice stuff, and just he like does. my friend Kat, she was talking about, um, she loves you know, designer uh, Vera Wang, she loves uh, Vera Wang, yeah. everything by Vera Wang, but she was just like, I feel like I would have to lose <laughs> a few pounds to you know, to in get into any type of Vera Wang dress, and I was like, yeah, because. The models that they do show once again, they're you they know. Ma- do you know what the model? Do you know model size is like zero now? It used to yes. be. It used to be like six, four, or something like that. Now it's zero, and then they have even double I zeros. It was two. They have double zeros now. Double zeros. Now it's zero. It depends on the designer, but it depends on the designer. But most. What the hell is a double zero? That means you're not a zero, but you're twice that small. <laughs> you're zero zero. <laughs> I'm serious. It's a real size. But anyway, um, uh, but the problem is they don't make clothes for real women or real men generally. I mean, men, men's clothing is a little better than women. Of course, women's a really impossible standard for most women to reach. But uh, right, because isn't the isn't the average size for a woman is a size ten? I think it's like a size twelve or something. Yeah, I think it's like a size oh. twelve. Yeah, I mean it's in that which Marilyn Monroe was a size fourteen. So she she was curvy, but she looked good. But what you know what I mean. So, I mean, right. so what? But I, people are just obsessed with body issues and image in this country, as we always have been. And I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I used to be really bad about it when I was young. I was really, really, I thought I was fat when I was like a 28-inch waist. I thought I was fat. What? I was an idiot. I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm serious. I was God, in high I school. I would kill to have a 28-inch waist. I was in high right school. Now. I was skinny as fuck. And I thought I was fat. I was like, oh, I need to get rid of this and that. Did you go to school with people who were smaller than you? <clears throat> Well, I was tall though. You know, I was well, not tall, tall. I was six foot exactly. But um, uh, what do you mean smaller than me? Like shorter than me, or what do you mean? Or like skinnier? No, I mean when you said you had a twenty eight waist and you thought you were fat, so I said were oh, there other guys no, that just, were smaller? I just looked, no, because I didn't have a six pack and I didn't have the perfect. You know, flat. Everything wasn't flat and perfect. I just you know it was like not. I wasn't fat, but I wasn't like you know toned or anything. So to me, in my mind at that time, I had to be muscular and it had to be like you know really tone and fit like an Olympian or a swimmer or something to look to be considered 
okay. I was gotcha. my point is is that I was just like everybody else is now at that time in my life where I felt oh I have to look a certain way in order to be accepted not only by other people but my, by myself. But I grew out of all that obviously, and now I just want to be you know I want to be like a regular you know my, my I have a thirty six inch waist by the way that's what I, I'm just fine, but I would like to have a thirty two inch waist again. It's been like you know a few years probably like four years five years or six years <laughs> something like that. So I'd like to be in that size again and just be you know not. I I don't want to be like perfect. I just want to be, you know, just toned up a little bit. And I want to be, you know, skinnier so I can fit in some of that goddamn Tom Ford. That so I can pretty afford. much, pretty much a light touch up here, a light touch up there. <laughs> I wish that were that easy, <laughs> but yeah. Oh, you mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just here and there, just kind of shaping and sculpting. Speaking of this, I read an article and they did a survey and they were saying that uh, men, there's been a, a steady increase of men doing cosmetic surgery uh yes getting cosmetic surgery yes because you know for the longest they always thought it was women women they said that it's still a little higher with women yeah because and they seem like they said the top thing that women have done are breast implants yeah but they said that they've seen a spike in men getting cosmetic surgery and guess what they're getting the most according to the survey mm, what lipo oh yeah that makes sense and around that love handle area yeah Exactly, and that's exactly what it did around the stomach love, love handle area. But that's what I would do, exactly, yeah. That's exactly what I need, and that's what I would do. If I were going to do it, I would do that. And also, the great thing about that is it doesn't grow back there, ever. It grows right. back, but it comes back on your back or somewhere else instead. <laughs> <laughs> if you gain it back, it comes back there. Uh, but no, I, I, you know, but for me, I'd have to be, I'd still have to, like, lose enough weight that I would make, that would make enough of a difference for me. But, I mean, I, I, I didn't want to lose probably another 30 more pounds. I'd be, I'd be happy. I lost 40 pounds last year, and, and I want to lose, you know, 30 more. And that's how much, I needed to lose 70 pounds till I can't believe I got so big, but I did. Um, but oh, I understand. <laughs> That's why I go to the gym every day. <laughs> well, I started doing that again. I actually bought a um, a uh, uh, Bowflex Max trainer. It's that it's that thing that you cycle. You, you stand up on. It's sort of like a elliptical, and sort of like a cycle, and sort of like a treadmill. One anyway. It's yeah, really cool. I've seen it. Yeah, that works really well for me. It's been really good. And then also, I've been walking every day and watch my weight, my weight, and everything else. But anyway, the point is, is that it's not an easy try. It's not an easy thing to do. And, um, but it always, you know, makes you feel better when you do it. And I just really, my, my goal, I had this shirt that I had when I was 25 years old that I bought at Armani Exchange. <laughs> and it was, do you remember, it was like when Ricky Martin was, uh, he, I don't know if you remember, he was wearing, when he did that, um, uh, What's that in the song you love? That bong bong, shake your bong bong, shake your bong bong song. Shake your bong bong, shake your bong bong, shake your bong bong. Whatever song he yeah. did. No, no, Leaving La Vida Loca. That's the song I'm thinking of. <clears throat> anyway, he did, it at, he did it at the MTV Music Awards or whatever, and he's wearing this shirt. This, it's the exact same shirt. It's like sort of this ribbed, tight, uh, long sleeve oh, shirt. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It, yeah. But it's got I, a I scoop neck on video. it. Yeah. Anyway, so that that is what. It's like a V-neck or something like that. What's well, a scoop neck, but it's uh, tight, yeah. fitting, and it's long sleeved. Anyway, that's what I bought, and I looked really good in it, and I got a lot of compliments and hoots and shit in the the day. My point is, is I can wear that now. I can wear it a few months ago, but I can wear it now. But I don't look good in it anymore. (laughs) So I'm saying when I lose my last 30 pounds, then I will be okay again, and I'll look at it. My point is that's my goal, is to look good in that shirt again. I'll be happy, and then I can buy my Tom Ford. I'll be happy. And another thing I noticed in this article, they said that the people who don't have the money to do cosmetic surgery because not everyone's able to pay for cosmetic surgery. Men are buying Spanx. 
Oh, you mean like girdles? <laughs> yeah, and no, but you know, yeah, but well, you it's know, a Spanx girdle basically. Brand. Yes, I but know. yeah, they yeah. they actually have. They're starting yeah, they're to make all the stuff. Those have been out yeah. for a long time. Yeah, I, I had one of those. I admit it a long time ago. Yeah, I had one. That's <laughs> Sphinx. And I saw a video of one. This guy had like, he, he wasn't fat, but he had, you know, a few Love extra pounds. or whatever, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had like a, just, just a little bit of belly. It wasn't a beer belly, but it was that's a little bit. I, that's like me. He put on that Sphinx. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> you can't even see his stomach at all. Uh-uh. Yeah. I had one. I had one years ago, like seven years ago. Um, no, it wasn't that long. It was probably like four years ago or something like that. With that thing on, like he had a flat ass stomach, like yeah. dead serious. It wasn't no but bulge, stopped, no nothing. There. I stopped wearing them though. I, I actually threw it away because the reason was it fucking it would ride up in the wrong places. Your dick would get like squinched up. <laughs> I mean, it was hurt. It was fucking painful. At least my dick. You know, I've got a big one, so mine would get off. <laughs> mine would get in between the crease between your leg and everything. And it would get like you know, I put my pants on or whatever, and so I stopped wearing it after like a couple of weeks. I couldn't deal with it. I didn't like it, but it did do the trick though. It made me look exceptionally you know trim on the sides, and that's what I wanted. It was really good. But anyway, so but see, I have no shame. I, don't, I admit anything. You just ask me a question, I'll tell you the truth. <laughs> anyway, um, the one more thing before we go, I want to talk about was there is a show coming out on MTV. Have you ever seen the show Catfish? You've seen that before, right? Yeah, I've seen episodes here and there. I don't watch it. But you know what it is, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So now they're coming out with a show called Catfish Trolls, and it's to be hosted by um, Raymond Braun, who's an LGBT person and activist, and Charlemagne the God, um, who was on Catfish a lot. And they're mm-hmm. going to co-host a show, and they're going to bring people together from the internet whom have never met. But one person is the victim, and the other person is the troll, and bring them together in person to hash out their issues. Now, do you think this is a good idea? <laughs> so I mean, so what do you mean? So if there's two people on the internet, yeah. Okay, give me give me a, like a, a scenario cuz I'm I'm kind of lost. Okay, on let this. me tell you. I had trolls when I did my off limits show for years and they they would harass me, call me names, faggot and fuck me whatever. And they'd mm-hmm. come, come to my house and they they tried to harass me. They stole my identity, they did lots of shit with my credit. They that's the trolls. I mean, and they, all the time, every time I have to have a show, they come on my, they call my show and they start mm-hmm. screaming at me and yelling at me and call me faggot or whatever, or pretend like they were nice. And then all of a sudden start screaming at me. That's, that's mm-hmm. what a troll does. They just try to fuck you up. Right, right, right. So that's what, so these people, let's say that these people, which I would never want to meet them. Uh, these people, uh, called the show or the, I called the show and said, look, I want to confront these people, these trolls. And okay. So we, they have to, the troll has to agree to appear, appear on the show with the victim and then they uh, talk, go on the show and talk about why why are you doing this to me? Why are you doing that? Now, first of all, I don't give a fuck because I don't like these fuckers and I don't want to ever fucking see them because I would fucking kill them, literally. But I certainly don't think it's a good idea because there's no telling what the fuck would happen. I mean, seriously, in person. Yeah, I feel like that sound like just more of a ratings grabber. Like, I don't understand why you would want to meet someone that's giving you issues online i'm like just block their ass if that's the case like i don't i don't but it's not always as easy as blocking them the problem is is a lot of especially in my case a lot of them were computer geeks and hackers and people like that and they would hack into my hack into my computer and they would create brand new profiles and get around the blocking system of the sites that i was on and everything else so there was never anything i could do about it and they put shit out about me on the internet that wasn't true i mean just tons of shit so i mean i it's it's very difficult to get rid of them. Just blocking them is not typically going to work. So, right. But I'm saying, but I don't think if I were ever, I would never want to do this. But if I were to ever do that, 
I don't think meeting with them would solve anything. What the fucking? What would I want to fucking meet with them? I mean, what the fuck would I do? Exactly. That for? That's why I said this sounds like just just strictly a ratings grabber. I mean, I probably. I mean, like I do will do with every new show. I'll watch just at least one episode to kind of get the gist of it. But <laughs> after that, if if it's like you know just a ratings grabber and nothing is really resolved at the end, I'm like, oh, this is clearly a show just for you know the shock value or something. I don't know, but um. Oh, I wanted to talk yeah. about. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just saying. Yeah. So that that was my okay. You know, two cents on that. I wanted to ask you before we go about Potomac uh, Housewives reunion. Um, oh my god! <laughs> I'm so glad you brought that up. <laughs> so let's talk about that. Potomac <laughs> with okay. Karen and all that stuff. Okay, go ahead. First of all, I would. I, I first of all, I'll say I watched part one. And then I had it saved in my DVR, and then my DVR died, and the technician had to send another one. Now, I'm getting fucking sick of AT&T, but that's another time. <laughs> so they delivered a new box, and now all my shit is gone. But anyway, I did watch season, I mean, uh, the part one reunion to season two. Yes. Um. First of all, I want to say all the women looked great. I think every single one of them looked great, because normally I'm the type of person I'm like, Oh, she looked good. I don't think she looked that great. She, you know, she didn't look good. You know, that type of thing. Yes, you are I normally they, that kind of person, that's for sure. No, I, but, <laughs> no, but they all look great. But I think out of everyone, if I had to say, if I had to name my favorite, even though they all look good, I'd probably say Monique. She looked um, pretty good, yeah. Yeah, I, I loved her dress for some reason. Yeah. But, um,. But the thing is that it, they got right off the top, you know, right into the business, and they were just like, so why did you move? Right. And Karen was just like, oh, well, I did it for my parents. I was like, well. Bullshit. My, th- my thing is, I was like, why would you move into a house for your parents if they didn't even made a fucking decision? Yet? And her parents live an hour away from Great Falls already. I know, because Charisse was like, that's only like 12 miles away. Exactly. It's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. And then, and then she was just, and then Karen was just really blabbering on and on and on. And you can, and Ashley was like, like you're going like a mile a minute, can you slow down for the rest of us? You know mm-hmm. that type of thing, and I, I and then you know they asked her about the the home and everything, and they said that she owed this money. Of course, she denied it, but everyone else was like, mm, they had to look in their face like we don't believe that. She doesn't. She, <laughs> so, you can look in public records and know she doesn't own it. She said they 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 have the option to buy, option to buy, blah blah blah. But that's what my thing is if you have all this money like you claim you do. That's what I said last week. Yes, exactly. Why don't you just you don't buy rent. it? They're not gonna rent. We know why because they had to pay off a one point four million dollar judgment. Personally. Right, right. But the, I'm just saying anybody with that amount of money is not going to rent unless you. Just, uh, the only time I can see someone renting and it's for a short amount of time and you have the kind of money that they claim they have is if you're getting a house built from the right. ground we talked about and that. you're getting it custom built and you <clears> want <throat> things a certain way then i can see you renting well for that's like months. you don't watch the show but uh real housewives of the oc there was heather dubrow who's married to a very big time plastic surgeon they had tons of money and, they, and when the show started she lived in like a 12 million dollar house well while the show was going like her third or fourth season they started building a huge, even bigger house, fifteen or 16,000 square foot house in uh, OC. And they, they rented a smaller house while they were building for like two years. It took two or three years to build a house that big. And so right. that's, that's normal for someone if you have the money you know, to build a house like that to do that. But if you are just renting a house because uh, and you're not building something else and you don't have another ex- extenuating circumstance, there's no reason for you to rent. That's just stupid. But exactly. she thinks we're all yeah, dumb. I, I don't. Yeah, I, I I didn't understand her logic, and my, she was like, "Well, I'm doing it for my parents. I'm doing it for my parents." I was like, "Then why would you rent the house and sign the papers and move into the house if you don't even know what your parents' decision is?" Like, 
I was like, Karen, sit down somewhere with that. I'm not, I don't believe you with that. And then I, uh, they got onto Robin about the situation between her and Ron and Juan. I don't, I don't, I don't understand their situation. I've said this once and I'll say it again. I just do not understand their situation. Like he says on camera on a on a hot mic that if it wasn't for the kids he'll be gone. Yes. But then he comes back and says, "Oh, well, maybe we can work it out." I'm like, pick, "What the fuck do y'all want to do?" I'm so confused. <laughs> they don't. I don't think they know what the fuck they want either. I don't think they know what they. And want. then Robin is like. America, we're fine. Stop asking me. We're like, bitch, you are not fine. <laughs> because first of all, if you were fine, you wouldn't announce to the world that you were fine. So I'm like, well, she's not you... fine because she's going to therapy, trying to figure out what to do about a relationship with him, and then she has to confront him about, well, basically told him you've got six months to get your act together, or I'm leaving, or I'm not gonna, we're not gonna be together ever, I'm... or whatever. And, exactly. And plus, I'm thinking to myself. For some reason, in her mind, she thinks that in order for kids to be raised properly, it needs to be two parents in a, you know, in a, you need to be a two-parent household. That's not the case. I mean, plus, her kids are old enough to know what the hell's going on. You can't tell me those kids don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> I'm sure they the, I mean, these aren't like two-year-olds. These, these kids were, what, seven, eight, nine years old? Well, they know what the hell's going on. They do, but I still don't think it's ever a smart thing to stay together for children anyway, because everybody's miserable. But I don't think that they're even miserable. I think that, I, this is what I think, this is my assessment personally. I think that Robin still loves Juan. I think Juan loves Robin, but I don't think Juan wants to be with Robin anymore. And I think that the only reason he's there is because of how it's going to appear to the children, as you said, and to the public, although we all know their business now anyway. And I think that she really does love him and she's hanging on forever for hope. But I also think that they're divorced. They're actually divorced. So if you're, if you're divorced and you're living in the same house together and you still have a relationship with this person, then why the fuck did you get divorced? He cheated on her. having sex occasionally. So I'm like, well, what's the point? So so pretty much he has the freedom to have sex with you and then have sex with some other bitch. Now, up versus and down the when you're married. Border. Right. And, and, but didn't they say the whole thing was an allegation that he cheated on her? That's why they got divorced, right? I think that's what they said. Because Andy said right. something about that. Um. Yeah. Anyway, and then what about? But I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't get their relationship. I don't either. What about Sharice accusing Giselle of having an open marriage? Um. She'd said that there were that. Oh, you know, there's talk about your marriage and blah blah blah, blah and how you and you and your husband had the open marriage and everything, you know, that kind of shit. And she was talking to her about that. And if, listen, if they have, if they agree to open marriage, then hey. I mean, if they both agree to it, they want to have a woman. I, I have I no mean, problem with open marriage either. But I have no problem. If it's your agreement, if you agree to it, it's no problem. But it's all it's between you and another person. I agree. But I'm just saying right. that Giselle's acting like it's this big deal. Um, but she, I, mean, it's, I mean, but it's Giselle, for God's sake. She, but Giselle, yes. <laughs> and she's not admitting and she, it. And she also made me upset when she was like, it's normal when you, when people invite somebody over and you talk about them. And everybody know, goes, what? no, it's not. <laughs> I was like, that's right. Talk I trash. Like, no, you, that's what, I've never that's what that. you do. That's what you do when you go to somebody's house. You talk trash. I'm like, no, like, no you don't. I was like, no, because I've been invited to plenty of people in my lifetime and I've never talked trash in their house about them. Oh, your house is horrible. <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, and the, la- the last one, Ashley. Now, what's going on with her? And her, she doesn't even say much about what's going on with her and her husband. Basically, they don't seem to be doing well. No, at all. she no, she did say that her and her marriage. She said the marriage is rocky right now, but they are actively working on it. Um, and that was pretty much it. But she did kind of, you know, throw shade at was it 
Giselle? No, Robin. Was it Robin? I think it was Robin. Yeah. Because Robin's matter still. Yeah. Yeah, because she was like, well, we're actively working on ours. And, you know, and meanwhile, you, you know, living with a divorced man who's doing God knows what. uh, Something of that nature. I don't know. Yes, yes, yes. But But the thing is, at the end of the season, I thought she and uh, Robin had made up. But now they're. What happened between you know what I mean? They were but all... you know, but yeah, but you gotta remember when you do a reunion, you have to rehash a lot of stuff that that's true. Happened and then that scene again, your, your people getting their feelings all over again and that type of thing. But I'm gonna tell you the 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 the, the thing that just sent me overboard, and I was like, yes, is when they questioned Monique about her being married to her husband about her money. You remember they had the thing about. Giselle said the thing about, oh, well, that's his house. You know, you're living in his house. They're married. And Monique was like, no, we're married, so things become one. And then she, you know, she's like, well, you know, if that's the case, um, I would much rather be off with that than, you know, being known as someone who's getting 10% of offerings being donated to them. I said, ooh, bitch. Wait, wait, wait. What did she say? (laughs) Who said that? Monique? Monique. Monique was like, well, if you want to call – because – you know, Giselle was going the whole season saying that you know, she doesn't have any money. She doesn't have this. Her husband has all this. She's just there. Well, just she, Monique, Monique said to her, though, she said to, in retaliation to, to, to Giselle or whatever, she said, she said, well, the only reason you have your money is because your ex-husband. At least I'm still married to mine. That's what I remember her saying. Right. And then she also said that if that's the case, I would rather be known as uh, someone being married to their husband and living off of their husband, if that's the oh, case, right. rather than so, uh, getting 10% of the church offerings donated to me. I said, damn. Oh. <laughs> I said, bitch, you did that. I do like Monique, though. I like her. I do. I, I like her a lot. I did in the beginning. I wasn't sure about her at first, but I like her. Yeah, I did like. I, I do like. I like Monique a lot. Monique is probably my favorite on the show. It used to be Giselle last season for like the first three episodes, and then they kind of went down the drain. <laughs> I never really cared for Karen. No. Robin is okay. And I, I, I do like the fact that they did bring up the fact that when Robin is with Giselle, she acts differently. Yes. And I'm like, she was like, I do. I'm like, yes, bitch, you do. We see it on TV. <laughs> yes, you act completely fucking different when you're around Giselle. But um, <sighs> I would say out of all of them, I like Sharice. Sharice mm-hmm. uh, is okay. I really don't have a problem with Sharice. I really don't have a problem with Ashley. Um, But I would say out of all of them, Monique is probably my favorite. And I think it's because she is not afraid to say what's on the mind, but also she is the epitome of what the other women wish they had, which is the husband that wants them, the money, mm-hmm. the houses, mm-hmm. the cars, the children, the the just that relationship. Because not all of them may have that here or there, but they don't have the whole bundle. If you know what I mean, you know what I mean. I do, but you know the one thing Monique doesn't have is a nice mother-in-law. I hate that bitch. I do not like her. Oh yeah, and then she said that she bought a mother-in-law, mother-in-law a car. She ain't heard she a said, word. Thank from you. Her. And then you ain't heard from that bitch. I said, oh no. In like eight months, she said <laughs> eight months. You bought this bitch a new car, and I'm sure with the kind of money you had, I'm sure it wasn't. I'm sure it was a nice luxury vehicle. Probably. So, and I'm like. She said thank you, and then I, the thing about family is, though, I mean, I'm, most people don't agree with this. Most people are like, "Oh, family's family, and you have to put up with family because they're family." Blah, blah. No, I've never been that way. Even since I was a little fucking kid, I mean, not a little kid, I was a teenager. I was a teenager. I ha- there are parts of my family I hated, and they're because they're fucking hypocrites, liars, and hated gay people and everything else. As, and so I would just didn't want fucking thing to do with them, and I would let them know that. And I was like, "Fuck you," basically. And just because somebody is your family member does not mean you have to love them. I'm sorry. And that bitch is somebody I would fucking kick under the table. I hate her. I do not like that woman. <laughs> <laughs> I do not like her 
at all. So if that was your mother-in-law, you would just be oh, like, I would cut her off. I'd, I would, I would be such a manipulative little bitch about. Oh my god, I would get her. Ooh, I'd get her bad. I would so be buying say, her car. So I know that much. Just for fun, if Michael was half black, yes, and that was his mother and your mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I'm sure you have just tons of stories to tell just we wouldn't be talking i mean trust me i already you know i don't we already don't talk to his sister anymore because she's been an evil person to me lately past year so i mean there's people i don't talk to and i just don't take shit from people and people don't like that because i guess they just expect you to take shit i don't know what the deal is but i'm not a fucking doormat so if she ever talked to me the way like my mother-in-law if i had a mother-in-law which his mother-in-law is a complete cunt so actually this is the perfect example so um his mother his stepmother i mean is a complete cunt and that's who raised him partially. <clears throat> and um, um, I have no problem telling her that. And I've told her that. And so we don't talk to her, not because of me, because he hates her too. Um, but if that woman were my, my mother-in-law, I would have no problem telling her the way it is. And I think anyone in a similar situation should be honest. My, my golden rule, and this has gotten me in so much trouble in my life, but I still live by it because I know it's the best policy, is to always fucking tell the truth and have, fucking communicate with people. If you don't like somebody, ask them why. Sit them down, talk to them, and say, look, this is what's wrong. This is what you've done to me. I feel bad about it. Can we work this out? And if they say no, then say fuck you and be gone. Be, they're, they're done. Pull them like a fucking right. weed. That's how I right. say it. So anyway, everybody's different, but that's how I am. So, but I, I hope you know, people, those of you listening, that I would never pull you like a weed because we, li- we appreciate you listening uh, to the show. <laughs> and um, we'll be back next week on July the 20th, um, sometime around 9 or 10 o'clock. You just look for us then if you want to listen. And I want to add this little thing in before oh, sure, we go. Oh, sure, sure. Di- okay, so I have AT&T U-verse. I am ditching AT&T U-verse soon as my contract is up because I am just fed up with them to the fullest extent of fativity. Yeah. And um, I'm not going to renew. The technician came out here yesterday. He was just like, oh, well, maybe you can get out your contract early if you just talk to him. I said, you know what? I just might do that because I'll keep the internet because I just, I got to have internet. I can't live without internet. But I like I, I made a post, I don't know if you saw it uh, a few days ago, but I was saying that I was debating if I should get um, Amazon Fire TV yes. or Apple TV. <laughs> I'm just going to go to that and just it'll save me a ton of money because me paying $160 for this shit is not worth $160 a month. <laughs> the shit doesn't even work half of the damn time. So I'm like, I'm, I'm sick of paying no over problems. AT&T $160 a month for some shit that doesn't even work. And then when it does work, have the shit you have on TV is shit that I'm not even interested in watching. Right. So it's like, I have no, no problems at all with uh, Spectrum, which is was Time Warner Cable. I've had no problems at all with them. They're fantastic. They, my my internet speed's always great. Three hundred megabytes oh, a yes. second. Yeah, Spectrum. Okay, because I know the guy came when he came over here to do my box. He said that they just bought Time Warner. Who did? Uh, AT and T. No, they did not. That's well. That's what he told me. I'm just going off what he told me. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't pull up and do any research, but he said that, um, not that just about, but they were in the process, or they're in the process of purchasing Time Warner. It says no Time Warner cable isn't part of AT and T merger. <laughs> so it oh, says okay. online right here. It okay, says AT and T. It says AT and T buys Spectrum owner for one point six billion dollars, but it says that they don't actually have an actual stake in Time Warner, so whatever. But I don't have Time Warner now. I have, I have a Spectrum. So oh, okay. I don't um, know. 
Because I, I, what I read was that Charter became Spectrum. Charter bought Time Warner Cable right. and it became Spectrum. That's what I read or remember. But anyway, I'm just letting you know what it says. But anyway, my point is I've had no issues with Time Warner Cable. They're fantastic, and I think you should go with them. But if you don't want cable, if you do go with an Apple TV, which I find to be the the much – it's got a lot more to offer, trust me. Uh, you can even play games on but and everything else. But see, um, that's my thing. I don't, I'm still kind of torn. I don't know if I should get Apple TV or Amazon because, I mean, I already have an Amazon account and, you know, that type of thing. You don't have an iTunes account? I might have an iTunes account, too. Well, that's what it goes to. It's all based on your iTunes account. Music, movies. I mean, but, I mean, but could you use Amazon on Apple TV? No, because Amazon refuses to be on anything Apple because they're competitors. So you would have – what I do is I have TiVo. So I use Amazon through my TiVo. But um, if you want Amazon, just get your fucking Fire Stick and switch it over to fucking Amazon. It's like 20 bucks or some shit. But I'm telling no, you, I want, I want, I want the, I want the media player. I just don't want the stick. Okay, well, I'm just saying that I'm telling you that the Apple TV has a lot more to offer in terms of apps. You can watch Hulu, HBO Go. You can watch a, a Showtime Go. But people say you can do the same thing on Amazon too. So I mean, I, I just gotta do my research and find out which one. Also on um, Apple TV, you know, you play all your music and your movies, and also there's games on there and apps and things like that. You can add that aren't on the other ones. Also, it works with your other home shit so anyway my point is I, I just find it to be a better thing i have i mean one two we have four apple tvs in my house so <laughs> i have them for a reason but i also have amazon and i only use amazon when i'm not on apple tv and all, you can get netflix through there you can get everything through there so i i, I say apple tv all the way because you know i'm an apple person anyway but whatever I mean, I am too, but I'm just kind of torn between this. Well, one. why don't you I, I go? To do, why don't you go, go to? to yeah, go there and look at them and see what you think. You can see the uh, Apple Store probably has them. I don't know about Amazon, but you can see. So, all right. Well, we'll be back next week, everybody. Thanks for listening to the show, and we appreciate you. And all right, um, and you can follow me on um, Instagram. It's uh, Fire and Ice One Seven F I R E I C E. I'm sorry. Excuse me. F I R E A N D I C E. Seven. What about your Twitter or your other thing? It's Jason B. Like Jason underscore B B E underscore Like. Yes, and then you can find me at Off Limit Show on all of those uh, those fucking things too. Yes, and then you can also find me on uh, Facebook as well. So be sure to follow me. Thank you guys. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you for listening. We love you. Good night. Good night. Stay gay.